The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today, and, and I'm very glad that the rain has, has hopefully passed us. It's been a pretty rainy week here in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm sailing away, seems like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, treading water. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been pretty bad this week all over the state, but uh, hopefully you know, people have been safe through it. And it's really glad to be back in studio. I am. It's, it seems like it's uh, only been a couple weeks. I know it has. It's been two weeks, but it seems like a month or two in between from, from when I get to see you guys. Not as much you, Jim, but it's still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is really glad to be back here. It is. I am really glad to be back here. Um, Robbie, we're going to be talking about something interesting today, and we got some really cool clips from, from movies you probably don't expect that we're going to use today. I absolutely love the clips and the idea of exercising your faith. You know, I, I, I picked this up from the Christian in Full Armor by William Gurnall, and there he talked about that exercise, like when you make a muscle long and strong, um, I never had really thought about it, but you, you do exercise your faith, and you do want it to be long and strong, and sometimes we start out with something regular and disciplined, it's similar situation to uh, of how you know exercise works. It Not is. that that's all that pleasant a subject. <laughs> no, well, for some people it is. You know, yeah. looking around the room, maybe some of us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not me. Not me. I would not be included in the some of us. But uh, exercising your faith, it is a, a interesting topic, and we're going to go ahead and go to a clip. And this is one from a, a movie. If you weren't. Uh, around in the 80s, you're probably not real familiar with it, but it's a classic. Oh, absolutely. Um, it would have came out probably even in the late 70s, potentially. But uh, it is the movie Stripes, and we're going to be listening to a group of guys that did some training on their own. So let's just listen to how that plays out. The two. A one. Two. Boom, boom. Where have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Army training, sir! Army training, sir! <laughs> Just like last night, only better! Here, patch order! Ho! Order! Ho! Sidestep! Right! Who out of the chicken crossed the road? Take it from the left to the right. Right. Hit. 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 He stepped out of range, got hit by a tree. He ain't no chicken no more. No. Left leg, lift. We there, salute. Oh, the lazy dog! 
Hello, Sergeant Men. Float up, sir! Float up, sir! Yes, sir, these are Sergeant Hulker's men. He was injured during basic training. I see. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Captain? Yes, sir. These are exactly the kind of go-getters I want working on my EM-50 project in Italy. But, sir, these men... Don't are... butt me, Captain. I want them on the plane tonight. <laughs> uh, you got to love that clip. It just makes you laugh. Uh, especially if you've seen the movie. You can picture all that Bill Murray's doing there. Yeah, yeah and one of the funny things about this movie, I was reading about it, uh, has nothing to do with our topic. I just found it interesting that it was actually filmed at Fort Knox, and it's one of the few movies that they allowed to be filmed there, and at the same time, they were filming Private Benjamin, oh, and, yeah. and they got a lot more leeway with Stripes... Then they gave him with Private Benjamin, which, you know, Stripes tends to poke phone at the Army a little bit, at least at the beginning, and so I thought that was kind of interesting. But it was a, a great testament there to some guys that had some fortitude, at least at some point in their life, right? They were actually afraid they were going to get in trouble, if you really want, <laughs> want to know the scoop. But you have guys that said, you know what, we don't have somebody to lead us here, so we're just going to do the best we can and train on our own. And so when we're talking about this topic, I, I'd chosen that clip because in this exercise of exercising your faith there's no sergeant hulka that's going to step in and do it for you that's going to drive you through it now god's going to help walk you through it i mean he's obviously going to be there with us but you have to take your own initiative and be a part of that and really apply yourself for that to really work and to to take hold because no one can work out for you you know you have to work out on your own because if i could hire somebody to do it you know i probably would (laughs) i'd be much skinnier (laughs) it could grow your faith through, you know, that's that's an interesting concept I hadn't really considered. But no, no doubt that as they are preparing to go into battle, and, you know, those who are in the military, and I've certainly um, enjoyed hearing about the drills and different things. I had a friend that was in Sherman's, excuse me, he was in Patton's army, and he was in a Sherman tank. And he said that there was not a day that went by, and sometimes four, five, six times a day, they would do the drill abandoned tank because they knew that it could happen at some point in time that they would have to be able to execute that. And sure enough, he got in a battle with a Sherman. With, he was in the Sherman, a German panther, and he recalled the incident of his shell bouncing off the panther's armor. Then the turret coming around, he knew he was, <laughs> he was in deep weeds. And he said, then, you know, that panther fired, lit up the tank, and they were all out of it in a flash because... They had trained and trained and trained and trained. And so when we talk about this topic, Jim, of exercising your faith, okay, now we all kind of can see what exercising is. It's hard to not have come through the first of the year and not see every ad on TV about exercising and losing weight <laughs> and all those things. But what about this exercising your faith? How, how can you help us understand that a little <clears> bit? Well, for, for me personally, uh, exercising faith means getting into God's Word, getting praying, getting intimate with God. Uh, Robert pointed out that all too often, you know, we're, we're, we're busy going to God in our times of trouble. And, it, and it, that's at the war. That's not when you want to be exercising. That's, that's on the job training there. But if you take time with God every day, pray, spend time in his word, learn his promises, learn what he has to present for you, in your life and take those intimate moments 
you know, talk with God. He'll answer you. And as Robbie was pointing out, you know, uh, he would pray uh, in a particular situation uh, with his daughter, and uh, God was there. And I, I think we, we all too often, we, we tend to only go running to our father when we have problems. Well, you know, I think you said something. You said a lot of good things there, but I think you said something very critical, what it looks like for you. Because I think there, for every person, it's a little different. You know, you may love, you know, walking as an exercise where someone else may love running, you know, or someone may like lifting weights. I've had friends that really enjoy lifting weights. I can't stand it. I never have liked it. You know, I'd rather do walking or do some other activity. But, you know, with God, there's a lot of different exercises that, that we can do. Last week for me, you know, I was trying to think of this topic of, and, and to be very transparent of when was the last time I could really say I exercised my faith? I mean, I pray at night with my sons. I pray, you know, on my own on things. I just was like, when have I really exercised? And then as I was thinking about it, was last night when I was talking about this topic, last week when I was in the coastal market where I work in the off weeks, and uh, I had made the decision that every day I was going to see the water. And I really didn't understand why other than I wanted to see the water just because I'm down there. But God knew my heart needed the sound of the waves. It needed the beauty that was there. It needed time with him in a way that I couldn't even articulate, which is a way of bringing me peace and rest and exercising my faith in a way that I never would have fathomed until we did this topic, which was pretty cool. cool And I know because I know you, but I don't know if all the listeners understand that for you, when you made that commitment, it wasn't just, I want to go see the water. It was, I want to go share this experience with you, God. Right. That when you were going down there, that was a journey on purpose to experience God in the beauty of how he created things and to be able to let that beauty speak to a place in your heart. It did, and it was really cool that just the one day that I actually made it to the beach itself and was able to walk on the sand, I walked out, and as soon as I walked out, a person that was surf fishing, and this was at Oak Island, you know, had something hook up, and I was looking out there, and they brought it in as about a three-and-a-half-foot shark. And it was pretty cool just to watch them bring it in and then get really nervous <laughs> as they're trying to take it off the hook. And just even watching the, the amazing parts of God's creation in that shark was really pretty cool as it kind of tried to jump and actually bite at the guys. It was, it was pretty interesting to watch. I don't watch. blame him. Now, yeah. the, the, the coolest thing about that whole experience, these guys are in their 20s, and you had a, a guy that was in his late 60s that was kind of watching the whole thing. And finally, I look over, and he shakes his head, and he's like, meh, you know, like, what are these guys doing? And he walks over, and he grabs a shark by the tail and just drags it out into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> and throws it. He's kind of like, what are you guys doing? You know, it was just pretty funny. But even in that, there was just a lot of levity and a lot of time. Was that, there a hook on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. But uh, it was really cool just to have God come after my heart and exercise my faith in a way that I wouldn't have envisioned. You know, all I could say was there was a longing in my heart to go there. You know, and then when I got there, God was like, this is why I have you here. You know, because your heart needs this right now. It needs something that I've created that nothing else could have. It was pretty cool. It is. It's it's more than cool. And, and I really love, you know, the idea of, yes, it's really, really fun for me, first thing in the morning, real early, to get up there and ask God to show me something really cool in the Scriptures today. And I'm going to pray that prayer 
that I want to go deeper with you today, Jesus, and show me something, and then just sit back and marvel at that at what that is. But it's it's another whole thing when I have an opportunity to pray with a member of my family, right, with my granddaughter, and and ask Jesus to come in and help her catch a fish, and she catches a bunch of fish in here, and she continues to talk about that forever, and you exercised her faith, right, Jim? Well, can you pray with me next time we go fishing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't seem to do very well. It was her prayer that was the answer, I think. (laughs) Well, we have Jim when we come back, and he's going to give us a little bit more of his perspective because we haven't heard from him yet. The other Jim. Jim The other Jim. Jim, too. And one thing that I want you to pay attention to, we're going to come back, and we have another chicken clip. There was a chicken referenced in the last clip. There's a chicken coming up in the next one. You can't miss it. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register for the boot camp coming up in November. 9th through the 11th. Thank you. And go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Sam, this November boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life. I talk to a lot of men, they're saying... They say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things. They don't know how to behave as Christian men. God designed us for freedom, and it's coming up at this boot camp. It is. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register now. Just $169 early bird pricing for four amazing days. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register now. Smile into the fear and let it Thank you, Howard, for that bump in. That was a good one. I appreciate it. Uh, Howard doesn't really get to say much on the show, but we really depend on Howard for all of this stuff every week. And so thank you, Howard, for everything that you do. Robbie, you, we added a day to the boot camp. Yes, it's the, <laughs> we did. Just because we, it, 11th wasn't long enough, it needs to be 9th through the 12th. Yeah, it's a 9th through the 12th. Yeah, so we just decided we'd go ahead and go an extra day. <laughs> All the way through Sunday, the 12th, yes. Yeah. We're yeah. exercising our faith that you guys will come. Yeah, the amazing thing is if you go to the website, it's already there. Yeah. The 9th through the 12th, which is amazing. Really cool. yeah. Ta-da. Well, let's go into another clip, and then we'll come back and, and talk with Jim, too. Um, Robbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about this clip? Yeah, I, when I think of exercise, I, I always think of the Rocky movies. They're just classic examples of what happens when somebody really trains and and clearly rocky has an edge on that which he showed us in rocky one but in rocky two at the beginning he had some issues with his actual faith but his faith was broken up by a couple agreements if you really go back and think about the movie rocky two there were two issues one of them comes out in this clip we're fixing to listen to was that he was going to be trained on how to fight right-handed rather than left-handed and he had an agreement that he couldn't change his style that he really was needing to work through. But if you also remember the movie, his eye was damaged and he wasn't supposed to fight anymore. And he wanted 
his trainer to train him in a way that he could win without damaging that eye, and his wife wanted no part of that. And, and so she had made an agreement that he wasn't going to fight her, that she was going to not exactly have the relationship yeah supportive of him during that which really messed with rocky's mind um throughout the movie but in this clip you can see that rocky's just not quite there he's exercising but there's a faith problem see how smooth he moves there see how he pumps that jab into your eye yeah you got guts to go back in the ring with him kid thanks a lot Mick. His style's too easy to figure out. I mean, left-handed fighters, they're the worst, you know. They lead with their face mostly. Trying to throw that big left. Right's no good. They ought to outlaw southpaws. Now, why didn't you tell me this before? I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Now, look. To pull this miracle off, you gotta change everything. You gotta learn to be a right-handed fighter. Now, this'll confuse Apollo, and it'll protect that bad eye. I can't learn how to fight right-handed no more. What's can? There ain't no cans. There's no cans. Now he will beat you uglier than you are now. Now listen, you start fighting right-handed, and then you change sudden, and that'll make history. But first, you gotta get speed. Demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. Now I show you a trick how to get some speed in them legs. You have to wear that stinking sweatshirt. Well, it brings me luck, you know. You know what it brings? It brings flies. Now listen, I want you to try, listen to me. I want you to try to, to chase this little chicken. Well, what do I got to chase a chicken for? It's embarrassing, you know. First, because I said so. And second, because chicken chasing is how we always used to train in the old days. Yeah. You catch this thing, you can catch grease lightning. Ready? Yeah, well, I'd rather eat it than chase it. It ain't very mature, listen, but I'll, I'll, if you say Well, so. neither are you very mature. Now, listen, get this thing. A fighter ain't a farmer. Come on, now, go on and get him. Get him, get him, get him. Come on, what's the matter with you? Get him. Pick him up. Pick him up. Put him down. What's the matter, you're so fast? Are you standing still or something? Feet, feet! Can't you catch your little chicken? Huh? Come on, Move your tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there. What's the matter with you? I feel like a Kentucky fried idiot. <laughs> yeah, when I... When, there's an interesting thing that, that I am picking up that I really had missed when I got the clip, was that Rocky didn't come into this particular exercise with faith. In other words, it was through the exercise, and, and we'll see a little bit later in another clip, through the process, it grew his faith in, in, in his own ability to be able to box right-handed but in, in, and get fast and even catch a chicken, as the case may be. <laughs> Possibly. I told you there was a chicken clip. So yeah. that's a couple of them. Now, Jim, how do you go about exercising your faith, or, or what's that really mean to you as we talk about it? Well, the uh, and this clip is actually a good example of that. But what, and, and mine is very different from Jim's. We're like a lot of things. But for me, it's when God is silent is when I exercise faith. And this week, this month, maybe this year, I've been dealing with a fairly immature Christian that thinks everything is supposed to go, not Jim, 
he's thinking. I'm talking about him, but I was thinking everything. That was, everything that was an agreement. <laughs> I saw it right there. <laughs> you know, now that I'm a believer, everything is supposed to work right. I'm not supposed to have diseases. I'm not supposed to have relational problems. And I keep trying to point out to this person that, and she, well, I was going to avoid saying she, but too late. She doesn't think that God is speaking to her. And I said, well, this is the perfect time to exercise faith, to trust him with your situation rather than expect a miraculous cure to all of these. And some of that has happened. I mean, God will come through on the things we absolutely need. But he's going to leave us hanging where we need to exercise. And that's yeah, the silence. The muscles got to get long, not just strong. <laughs> well, one yeah. of the things you talked about, Robbie, is the, you know, through that, that faith exercise, you grow faith. Well, if you don't pray about something that you're struggling with and, and watch God answer that, however God chooses to answer that, you're not going to grow your faith. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, and you're right, Jim, it's not, I get what I want. It's not the grand, you know, um, machine of, hey, I can put in some money and I get whatever I want out of it, a candy machine. No, it's not like that, but God's got your best interest in mind. And when you can grow that faith along the way, you begin to understand that although I don't understand what's happening, I trust that God has my best intent, the best intent for me. And if you equate it to physical exercise. You know, are you going to get more out of one rep or doing 30 until you can barely move? That's what builds it. And, you know, if God answered our prayers the way we wanted, first time, every time, we wouldn't have any faith. We would be relying on him in a way that is not the way he wants us to learn to trust him. And the neat thing about it, well, it's all neat. And that's, <laughs> but another neat aspect to this last clip that we have is that, as we've talked about before, faith is a shield, and we can lock shields. And so later on in Rocky's adventure here, <laughs> you know, there's a scene that, to me, is one of the best scenes of movies of all time, I guess just because I'm a huge Rocky fan, where Adrian finally takes her shield of faith and raises it for Rocky and says, win. And when she does that, if you just listen and think through what's going on, as she raises her shield and immediately Mick, the trainer, locks his shield. And I'm, I'm trying to remember his brother-in-law, who's... Polly. 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 Polly jumps in, and of course, when Rocky's in and he begins to train in faith, as, as happens immediately, you know, you get, you get this really sense of, wow, God's in this. Don't you go get some sleep? Oh, no, no, I feel great. I feel great. Listen, I've been thinking, if you don't want me mixing with Creed no more... We'll make out some other kind of way, you know? There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Fast! Fast! Keep it! Keep it! Pick it up! Pick it up! Yeah. 
Rocky cuts a chicken. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and it's so speed. But the, the, the thing that I just, just can just pause and th- ponder is that Rocky had won. Whether he beat Apollo in the actual battle is immaterial at this point because the actual battle was won at the point where Rocky believed. Right. And and how many battles are like that in our lives that it's faith that is the, you know, his, his battle isn't against flesh and blood or Apollo Creed. <laughs> his battle was against spiritual forces in high places that were trying to get him to make agreements against his own ability to fight. Well, and now I understand why you're running up the steps of the studio earlier, or step of the <laughs> studio. It was majestic in its own way. You don't like my Rocky t-shirt that's got the, yeah? Yeah, it's sticking your arms up in victory. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. So exercising your faith. I guess the question would be, what's God calling you to do right now? Because it does change over time, and so for some people it stays the same. But Robbie, I know you really well as well and i would say that there's other times when you're out in a tree stand that's every bit <laughs> as much time with god is it not oh absolutely and and the different prayers that go into that and and taking him on an adventure it it, it isn't just in the place of trouble but on the place of adventure that i really really like you're out there in the ocean those are precious intimate times because you know, that's that's really, I think, the prayer of a lot of our souls is to have that real intimacy like, man, this this is what I was meant for. And I, we talked earlier that, you know, Rocky didn't train the day of the fight. You know, and as Christians, a lot of times, at least for me, I want to jump in and pray at the last minute when I really need some help instead of praying early and often and building that faith. And I think that just like any other training as we've been talking about, that's what God calls us to do is to partner with him in that training and to help him grow our faith in him, knowing that he loves us unconditionally, knowing that he loves us more than anything, knowing that we are the apple of his eye, and that he just wants to help us grow in that faith and that reliance in our Heavenly Father that we can walk intimately with him. And so this week I'd encourage you to go out and find a way to walk more intimately with him and to exercise your faith, and also to go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register for the boot camp coming up the 9th through the 12th of November. Hire me training, sir. 